Flop Perspective Podcast. We got Nikki in here. Sex coach. Master of sexology. Let's go. Uh-huh. Thursday, September 27th. I'm showing up slinging dick with a harmonica. It's time to get nasty. Come inside, take off your coat, I'll make you feel at home. Now let's pour a glass of wine, cause now we're all alone. I've been waiting all night, so just let me hold you close to me. Cause I've been dying for you, girl, to make love to me. Girl, you make me feel real good. What are you doing? Uh-huh. Yeah, you definitely got a hashtag shit. Don't stop talking shit now that the mic is on. <laughs> I knew what you were doing. Yeah. All right, Fly Perspective Podcast. It's your boy DJ SoFly. Uh, we're here um, with the sex coach, the master of sexology. Yes. Nikki. <laughs> How you feeling today? I'm feeling amazing. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. And we're happy you're here. Desi Diamonds, how are you today? I'm great. I'm excited to talk to Nikki today. And are you excited that your mic didn't show up today? No. <laughs> Desi thought she was going to stun on y'all today, bro. She thought she was going to come in here with this microphone. And I like... thought I was going to be Nas on one mic. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. So, let's see. Where do we start with this whole sex coaching thing? Let's, I, I guess, give the people a little background of how you started and, you know, what got you into it, uh, influences, etc. Yeah. So, um, I was basically working a vanilla job. And when I say vanilla, I mean regular. I showed just about to say, hey, explain <laughs> what's vanilla now. So, in, in the sex world, we call anything regular or, you know, just normal, we call it vanilla. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, I was working a vanilla job. Okay. And I was like, okay, you know what? I want to start a business. So, I said, okay, what can I do that I love that will make me money? Right. Oh, sex, right? So, I've been loving sex since I was a baby. And I know that sounds crazy, but you can actually read my blog about how you read it. Okay, awesome. I'm ready for part two. Yeah, I need to write part two. That was dope. Um, You write very well, too. Thank you. Shout out the website before we forget. (laughs) Yeah, so my website is www.thelass, that's P-H-A-L-L-U-S-Dash. O-P-O-P-H-Y.com. You can read my latest blog on how I really started um, loving and being totally in tune with my sexual side, which started at seven years old. Okay. Mm. So back to how I started the business. I was at my vanilla job. I said, I want to start a business. So I said, okay, I'm going to start a sex business. So I initially started off selling sex toys. That didn't go as well as I thought. So then I morphed into doing phone sex where I found that these gentlemen that would call my phone sex line wanted a little bit more than me to moan and groan on the phone. They wanted therapy. So I decided to start a sex coaching business, which is where I am now. I coach um, different men all over the world um, to a better sex life. And that's where we are. Wow. That's cool. So back up to the phone sex. I always think of phone sex and I always think of like the movie Girl 6. Remember that? We were young as well. I have never seen that. Well, yeah. She was I like hear, a phone sex operator. Yeah. So, I always think about that. Like, you say just moaning and groaning, but you say people want therapy. So, like, therapy as into, like, what? 
what are they calling you saying what's wrong in their life or what's wrong in their marriage? Yeah. So a lot of men either have, you know, wives that aren't putting it down like they used to. They aren't the same woman that they once fell in love with years and years ago. So they either want you to be that woman on the phone for them for 10 minutes so they can get their nut off and fantasize about having this new pussy in their life. Or you have men that um, want to fantasize about things that maybe their wives won't do. Like they want a strong, dominant black woman to tell them to get down on their fucking knees and do what the fuck I tell them to do. Lick this twat, bitch. That's what they want you to say to them. They want you to talk reckless. They want you to talk reckless to them. They want you to say, bitch, you'll never be nothing in this world. You'll never do nothing. Like, all you're good for is sucking my fucking pussy, bitch. Damn. Yeah, some men want that. Some men want you to... That sounds kind of good, though. That sounds kind of good. I ain't gonna stunt. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, y'all, real talk. I I was gonna phone my homie other day, he was saying something about he was, he was, you know, him and his lady was getting into it or whatever. And uh, he said, "Man, you know when they grab you and they choke the shit out you when they on top?" I was like, "Nah, bro, I ain't never been choked before." He's like, "I like that shit." <laughs> he said, "Tell a girl do that, slap you a little bit." I'm like, "Damn, okay, you know what I mean?" So I guess I'm missing out in life. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I feel like it's very healthy to add certain things to your bedroom because the truth is, is when good. you marry, you have to understand that yes, that beginning that three. Four months in. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's going to be amazing. You know, the sex is going to be good. You guys are going to love each other. No flaws. None of that. But once that shit start kicking in, y'all not going to be sexually attracted to each other as much anymore. Because it gets boring. It gets boring. And then 10, 20 years down the line, can you imagine sucking the same dick, fucking the same pussy for 20 plus years? No, it's not going to be the same. So you have to add those different things. (laughs) You have to explore Mm -hmm. and see what, you know, what could what next levels you can take your partner to sexually? You yeah. have to f- figure those things out, or else one of you all are going to step outside of the marriage. It just mm. is what it is. That's real, though. Yeah. That is real. I, that is real. I've been in relationships before where things just got kind of boring, mm-hmm. and then it was just like I kind of just lost interest. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure she lost interest, and you know we parted ways. So, how would you say would be ways to save the relationship sexually? Um, you know. Versus just the ordinary. Well, I mean, first of all, I feel like you both are keeping that flame. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's always exciting in the beginning. Right, it's always exciting. That's the honeymoon. Like when they say, "Oh, after you get married, it's the honeymoon." Nah, we passed that. The honeymoon has been first four months when when you can't stop. Yeah, when you can't stop fucking. Yeah. Okay, that's the honeymoon. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Once you pass that shit, I think that you both have to make a sound effort to be like, "Okay, this is who I want." To be with. This is who I want to do life with. It becomes more so not about sex anymore. This is who I decide I want to partner through life with. And you have to make make a sound decision that, okay, this is my best friend. This is my partner. No matter if the flame dies here or if the flame dies there, Mm -hmm. this is my partner. This is who I've decided to do life with. More of a commitment. Yes, it's a commitment. It's loyalty. You have to decide that. Now, as far as the sex goes, I feel like once you've decided, okay, yes, this is who I'm going to do life with. Then I feel like, you know, there's different things women can do as far as like if their pussy's not getting wet anymore. Um, there's something called maca root. It's an herb that you can take that that will stimulate your mind, pussy, mm. whatever. Um, mangoes are an aphrodisiac. Mm. Oysters are an aphrodisiac. Ooh. It's a bunch of things you can do. You can use lube. Women can use lube if their pussies aren't getting wet. Yeah, I got um, uh, Not to cut you off, I got a homegirl was telling me a story about her and her guy. You know, they, she ain't really feeling it no more. The mm-hmm. sex 
And she's like, he'll just roll over and try to put the dick in. She just scoops down under the bed, put a little lube, and then throw it on. And then he's like, oh, baby, you're so wet. And this and that. And she'd be landing the whole time like, okay, whatever. That's the like, problem, though. Yeah. That's where that's where the problem is. When you don't have on, when you can't be honest with your partner, y'all don't got shit. Yeah. Because I can literally tell my husband anything. If my pussy ain't getting wet, I'm telling him, my pussy is dry as fuck and we finna use this lube tonight. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to have that honesty. Because you gotta be secure. If you don't, like, you're lying to your partner and lies, lies tarnish relationships. Mm-hmm. You gotta be honest. So if his dick not getting up or his dick staying hard for just two minutes and he ain't riding your pussy for as long as you want him to, you gotta be like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, and you gotta be comfortable as a man yeah. to tell. Yeah. Because I've, I've been in situations like that where it just got too routine and I just wasn't interested no more and I didn't want to say I just like, oh, I'm having an off day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll admit. I'll just say, hey, baby, I'm having, a, yeah, I'm having an off day. I don't. Mm-hmm. But really, it's like shit, shit boring, bro. Exactly. Like, you do the same thing or you're not doing what you used to do. Right. So, yeah, I feel that. Exactly. So, um, um, let's go back. You said you are married. So, were you married before you started doing this or was it after? No. So, me and my husband met three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um... So, it'll actually be our three-year dating anniversary on next Tuesday. And um, so, we met three years ago. When I met him, I was not doing any of this. So, it was something that I decided to do within the relationship. Mm -hmm. And my husband, fortunately, is a very secure man. Yeah, it's hard to um, find. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And... uh, and he, you know, he totally supports me. Now, is he as vocal as me? He's not. Like, he don't do social media. Mm-hmm. He doesn't He doesn't do all of that. But he totally supports me in what I do. And that's all that matters to me. Yeah, that's dope. Good. You found somebody on do social media, man. Social media breaking up relationships one, Left and right. one hour at a time in the streets. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? One like shoot, at a time. For okay. real. For real, for real. Now, he will post things every now and then but as far as like posting things of himself mm-hmm. he never does that like he's just not into it he's a football coach he's he's a teacher so he's very into the community and that's where his interest lies yeah. you know so that's how does dope. your um family feel about you know do your family know mm-hmm. okay. my dad says um whatever you do in life do it well yeah. That's his. That's his say. And my mom, she gets very um, embarrassed sometimes with some of the things I post on social media. Like for instance, my um, my blog that mm-hmm. I put up about how I started sex. Yeah. And or how I oh, she read how that? I got in tune. Yeah. And my thing was like I put on there. This may be embarrassing to my husband, my mother, and oh, my yeah, father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, because you know it was going on up under their nose. You know what I'm saying? I was masturbating at seven years old up mm. under my parents' nose, but they didn't know. Did you know what you were doing? Um, I didn't know that it was technically called masturbating. I didn't know that I you was just knew technically it felt coming. Good. I just knew it felt good. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Man. Yeah, so so it, it hurt her, you know, because and she and I was just like, Ma, you know, did my blog embarrass you? Because you could, you know, you have that energy. It was like yeah. a weird energy yeah. when she called me and I was like, did my blog embarrass you? She was, she was like, yes, I'm just getting off of Facebook. I just can't do it anymore, Nicole. I'm just like, oh, God. Thanks. Don't follow me, But I told her, I'm like, you have to understand, I live in my truth. (laughs) All the way up in it. You know what I'm saying? And and I'm not sugarcoating shit. It just is what it is. If you don't like it, whatever. My mom called me one time. She was listening to the podcast, uh, early episodes, and she was like, you talked about getting drunk and you were... You fell asleep in your car, and you could have died, and she's crying. I'm like, Mama, look, this this worst shit that I didn't did okay. out here in these streets that you don't know about. So. At least I wasn't getting raped. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, raped yeah, or molested. Yeah, this right. was shit I was 
fuck, I was fucking myself. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't know when the first time I masturbated, but I do know like one of the first times I watched porn because you know back when I was like the sixth, fifth, sixth grade, it was like, you know, was no internet porn. It was like. You go over somebody's house and they got their okay. dad got yeah. magazines of tapes. Yeah, that's what it was for me growing up. Like my mom, yeah. she was the reserved parent. Like you, it was Bibles and you know the normal life of my dad's house. All oh, got porn everywhere. Yeah. Condom wrappers <laughs> everywhere. I walked in on my dad having orgies. Damn. Really? I, yes. Uh-huh, I walked uh-huh. in on my dad having an orgy. Did I you know walked, what they were doing? I, I was young. I was like in the fifth grade. I kind of knew, but I was just like, "Why is this happening while your kids are yeah. here?" And my little sister, she's like, "I just walked in, and Daddy getting the girl in his lap." I'm like, "Okay, just come back in here. Just come back Damn. in here." Like we seen a lot of stuff. That's like, lit. He still having orgies over there. I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah. <laughs> why, why not? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he is. Damn. I'm gonna be having some kind of orgy when I'm that age. Okay. <laughs> I think one of the first times I remember. Watching porn, okay, I was with some uh, a grade school friend house. I won't say his name, and his his parents had like money, money. So mm-hmm. I come from the city, and we're out in like Chesterfield or some shit, fat ass crib, shit I've never seen before. Both his parents, you know, were like doctors or whatever. And then it was him, uh, one of his neighbors. I think his name was like Charles Steen or something like that, right? But this kid, <laughs> he he had like a satchel. If we were young, he had like a satchel. <laughs> we were wearing like G Shock watches, and he had like a little wristlet mm-hmm. watch with the. It's like a wristlet, but it had like a a dangle on it that had a watch on it. And mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, this kid's kind of, you know, whatever. And so the guy I went to go to his house, me and my boy from school, and then them two, we're at the, the house or whatever, having a sleepover. And it's uh, like, yeah, man, I found uh, some porn or whatever. And I'm like, well, shit, throw that shit on. I never really seen all I seen was like magazines. <laughs> so we sitting there watching. I bullshit you not. These two get up and they go get in the corner and they start whacking off. And me and the other dude from school, we just looking like, the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, and they just like in the corner whacking off. And we got to be in like the fifth or sixth grade. Mm-hmm. So that was like one of my introductories to like. So you was like, oh, okay, so motherfuckers be out here whacking their dicks off. And you was fifth grade. So you was like, okay. Yeah. So at that point, you was like, okay, let me go try it. Yeah, I tried it later on in private. <laughs> you know, I wasn't finna be like. Yeah, bro, am I doing it right? You know, I'm not doing it. but yeah, yeah, definitely. Like later on, but it just kind of tripped me out that you know they we were all young and they were more advanced in that area to know what's going on. It was more so me. I'm just kind of like looking at the shit. And I'm like, well, damn, you know. But the fact that they felt comfortable enough doing it in front of you guys—that's very different. Yeah. So something was wrong there. They're probably gay now. One of them is. I haven't seen Charles Steen. Was the, uh, you know, the other one, I won't name his name. He, yeah, because yeah, that, that t- tells me that. Because it's like, and and not saying with gay men, I know I feel like some of them are born the mm-hmm. way that they are. But I think some get, get do get molested yeah. at a young age. Yeah. And because you have to think, like, okay, if you're a young boy and somebody sticks their penis or their fingers or whatever in your asshole, it actually does feel good. Regardless if you want it to feel good as a man or not, it is going to feel good because that is where the man's G spot is. Okay. So it's going to feel good. So now that you've had it done to you, okay, there's this shame, there's this guilt, but then there's also like, well, damn, that did feel good. Right, Right. So maybe this is who I am supposed to be. And then they start getting these, you know, back and forth, you know, contemplating type of thing, but probably something happened to you know, whoever that was, for him to feel comfortable enough to be like, okay, I'm just going to I mean, do both this. of them got up and did it, though. 
Yeah, I don't remember the order, but I just remember both of them were in the corner at the same time. I don't know. It's just different. That's all I'm saying. It's a little different. But ain't nothing wrong with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But then I'll fast forward up to, uh, I guess, the internet age. And I was like one of the first kids that had a fucking computer in my room. My parents didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was in there. Down, this one you had like Napster and shit. It took forever to download. I would I would start at like 10, 10 o'clock at night just downloading all kinds of porn. And when I get up to go to school, see what downloaded, and I'll oh shut my God. computer off. I mean, they, my parents didn't know what the hell I was doing in there. Yeah. You know? It's like porn was so easily accessible. Now you have it where it's just a click of a button. Oh my God. Yeah, or an app. And yeah. it's like kids. Now can just see I'm, porn. I'm sure they're getting it in younger than we were. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sure because oh, yeah. it is so fucking easy, easily accessible now. Like they have to be getting it in earlier. Yeah, and then you have the you know social media. You have even all these on TV Instagram now. Boards. They even show more sex scenes now on just basic cable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like it's like whoa, they going deep on right. Fox. Like what? Like BT, <laughs> it was uncut after we went to. Yes. Oh yeah, I was, like, up, I was up watching up. that. I yeah. was watching. I that. stayed up too. My dad was every. Episode. Really? I remember my dad was like, Y'all need to come watch this tip drill. Nelly is, <laughs> Nelly is making history. I remember just standing there being a little kid, like, Wow. Nelly did. Because when Nelly oh, yeah. was out like that. Yeah. No, them bitches was sliding credit cards between their ass. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Damn, I, wonder, I guess not. She was on video doing that. So. I said, All these sexual allegations coming out. I was like, Somebody come out. I'm like, I didn't want the credit card in my ass. Oh, my just God. Did it. Oh, no, I'm just right. saying, if, if, if she tried. Oh, my yeah. ass. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like really, I'm like really like just torn about this whole bill. I was just about to ask you about that. Oh, yeah, man. I really am because you know I, I work am too. I work with a lot of pedophiles, and I also work with. I've never really worked with men that are rapists, but a lot of times when I talk to the pedophiles, I assume that they probably have maybe done that before, mm-hmm. and I really feel like they have mental illnesses mm-hmm. that need to be addressed. And I don't feel that throwing someone, any human, white, black, Asian, whatever, in a jail cell is going to be able to fix their problem. And if you give them 10 years, 10, 15 years for molestation or rape or whatever, they're going to get back out on the street and they're going to do the shit again. Because there was no rehabilitation. There was no counseling. There was no nothing. And so my thing is these individuals that have these issues, these psychological problems that love children for whatever reason they love them because they're pure they're you know whatever um i feel like they need help mm-hmm. and you're not giving these individuals that now with bill cosby i feel like obviously something was wrong mentally yeah i feel like is you know i don't know if the man did it or if he didn't do it not because i didn't see any did okay right you know the girls all these girls coming out of the woodwork. He probably gave them the play loose. They was throwing him themselves at him willingly. Right. But then he was like, oh, okay, let me do that. You know, which he shouldn't have done. But something is fucked up about yeah, you. he probably had some kind of weird fucked up fetish about fucking yeah, he was, girls that couldn't control exactly. nothing that he was doing to them. He, was, he had some sort of fucked up ass fetish that needs help. He probably has a treasure chest somewhere with just oh, naked, naked pictures. <laughs> no, just had panties or pictures of the motherfuckers <laughs> right, in weird earrings. ass positions and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But I'll, I'll just play devil's advocate on that. Like, remember the the Harvey Weinstein dude, the, the yeah, Hollywood yeah. the Hollywood uh, uh, director. director. He had hell of yeah. fucking allegations of like basically he'll invite you to the hotel room. Yeah, you're supposed to you know you're trying to get a Audition. role. He got a, he got a robe on. 
And he's like, you know, pulling his dick out. Or, yeah, yeah, do this, do that. Or you look over and he's jerking off in a plant while you're looking at him. You're like, oh, what the fuck? So it's like, but he's in so-called rehab and he had to resign from his company. Right. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, Just like the comedian Louis C.K., he had an allegation against him. Something I think was like a masturbation fetish where he was just like, you know, like me and you will be talking and he'll just pull his dick out and start jerking off. And his girls are like, oh, you know, that's a sexual offense. You know, and he just went away for a while. Now he's back doing comedy. But then you got Bill Cosby. Wow. No more Cosby show on TV. Right. You know? And this motherfucker is 80-something years old, and they talking about giving him up to 10 years. So like, I don't... That is bullshit. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I don't care who wants to say anything about it, you know, who wants to backlash me or whatever. But I think it's bullshit. How can you do this to an 80-year-old man? And my thing is, if he is fucked up mentally, let's call it a mental illness, just like these motherfuckers call these white motherfuckers with mental illnesses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They go shoot up shoot fucking... Up everything. Shoot up everything. <laughs> they go shoot up fucking everything, and this motherfucker got a mental illness. They put him in rehabilitation. So why can't we do the same for Cosby? Yeah, and, the, and And then all these black motherfuckers is coming out on their status to oh, talk about, you can delete me. He's the fucking pill-popping bitch, da 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 like, motherfucker, shut up yeah. with your Uncle Tom ass. Because I don't got time for that shit. Right. Yeah, everybody on social media now attacking Amber Rose because she just made a status talking about some. I hope he doesn't die in jail. She hopes when he gets out, he dies the day he gets out. Hmm. I was like, what? That's crazy. I couldn't believe she had that. So I, seen, oh, yeah. I seen a dude with a hoodie on. This might be the uh, picture of the podcast. It said... Free Bill Cosby, fuck them hoes. <laughs> but then let's take it a step further. I don't know if you remember the lady that came out. Uh, remember the Emmett Till case? Mm-hmm. There was a white lady that came out. She's in like her 80s and came yeah. out and said she lied about the whole thing. Oh, damn right. Mm-hmm. And they didn't put her ass in jail. That's, That's it, it, it's it's so fucked up how our society is. Yeah. And it's so fucked up how they got us brainwashed oh, yeah. to the point where we feel that this man... Even if he made a mistake, or even if he made multiple mistakes, mm-hmm. he didn't deserve to have some sort of second chance. And the man's 80. Yeah, he blind and all kind of Like, what the he fuck? He can't even look up in his pictures. Yeah. Every picture That's why I made a sad and I said, I hope he dies in jail overnight so yeah. he don't have to endure this fuckery. Because at the end of the day, motherfuckers make mistakes every damn day. Oh, yeah. You know, and, in, and white people, I'm sorry. You all, if you're listening... You all get second chances. You get second, third, fourth, Man. fifth, sixth damn chances. Y'all, you y'all got Trump in office. Grab him by the pussy. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Right. Yeah. Your president can damn be a child molester and he can be a fucking, you know, rapist and all this other shit. But he he's still making, you know, setting laws straight and shit for yeah. you motherfuckers. Like, mm-mm. It's crazy. Yeah. Did you see um, Stormy Daniels, the, the chick, the porn star that... Uh, Trump. Trump. Yeah. Now she wrote a book about it. How it was like just the worst experience in her life. Like he paid her like I think two hundred and fifty racks oh, to fuck and, quiet. Like, and keep quiet. And mm-hmm. then she just out. came out and she was right. like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna tell it all." She was <laughs> she describing his everything. penis. She was describing his penis and shit. Tiny. Like, yeah, she said it's real tiny. All kind of just. She said it was the, just the worst sex ever. <laughs> I was just like, "Oh man." Well, yeah. I mean, you see, Melania Trump. She's. Or she is won't that even hold his hand. Is that even her name? I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. She won't hold his hand. I know that. Yeah, I know that she fucking hates his ass yeah. because she's like bitch I signed him to be a hoe not a fucking first lady like, right. <laughs> right I got flown over here to get cashed out on and okay. sneak it and sneak and get some black cock every once in a while this, uh, <laughs> this garb that makes me look like a fucking old woman <laughs> right alright so you get all type of phone calls from all of these different men so what type of fetishes do they tell you that they have or what do they want you to tell them or what do they want to hear oh my god it's so much. Um, it's a multitude of fetishes. So that was pretty much like the hardest part of learning phone sex because phone mm-hmm. sex is not phone sex. 
Mm -hmm. It's not the, you know, regular moan and groan, make him come. These men have outrageous fetishes. So probably one of the craziest fetishes that I've ever heard is something called scat. And scat is actually the fetish of fecal matter. Okay. What's fecal? Because oh, I don't my, know if these don't listeners... Don't be dumb. <laughs> I don't know if the listeners oh might not God. know what, what fecal I'm is. Try, I'm like trying to say it as like proper uh -uh. as possible. Shit, Shit. and piss. Okay. All right. Sugar, honey, iced tea. Ugh. <laughs> oh, I love that. I Man. love that. Sugar, mm. honey, iced tea. Yes. Mm -mm. Shit, honey. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, they have a fetish of shit. And um, so these this fetish of shit can go from very a minimal fetish to a very extreme fetish. So some men have just a fetish of seeing the shit and smelling it and wanting to talk about it with you. And they want you to talk about their, you know, your shits and, and how it smelled oh and how it God. went through or whatever. And then you have the ones that actually want you to rub them their bodies in it and and make them you know oh. rub it in their hair and and i mean it's an extreme fetish okay um crazy yes but you have to but you know you have to understand that people have these outrageous fetishes uh -huh. that it, you know it just feels good to them and that's just what it is so that happens to be one of them um another one is white white men probably over the age of 40 mm -hmm. that really desire to cross-dress one, okay? They like to be in tutus. They like to be in high heels. Mm. They like to be in their wife's panties, okay? So most of these men are married, and they actually go in their wife's panty drawers to get the panties that they put on. Um, and okay, so let's, like Bruce Jenner. Hold on. Right, let's stop right there. The so what thing. do you think is the... the I don't know, like, yeah, like, how do you, why do you think they want to do that? Um, so a lot of these men, most of these men have very small penises, okay? Mm -hmm. So when you have a very small penis, instinctively, you don't feel masculine. Hmm. That organ makes men feel very masculine when it's mm -hmm. big and it's macho and yeah, it's thick, whatever. It's crazy. Baby leg, got a baby leg. No. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy what a dick will make a man feel. I mean, most of these white men have very small penises, okay? And when I say small, I'm talking two inches, you three inches. No, I'm not. Really? Like, I'm talking about small, okay? Damn. Not average. The average penis size, you know, is considered to be about six inches. Five yeah. and a half, six. That's average. So these men are well below average, okay? Damn. So two, three-inch penises. But, but they're married men uh -huh. that... Um, and and the reason why they they start having these feminine feelings is because they feel like I genuinely cannot please a woman. Mm. They are that's like they got a pussy. Exactly. <laughs> and they actually yeah. call it a sissy clitty. Oh that's God. The, that's the name of their their penis. We oh call it goodness. on the phone. Damn. I say so are you touching your sissy clitty? And so a lot of times it's me being dominant. I have to tell them you're not allowed to touch your sissy clitty until I give you permission to touch your sissy clitty because they want that you know, they, they want someone else to be in control. Right. So I take that control and, um, and yeah, so that's probably the second most crazy fetish because these men are married. They are in relationships. They have families. They have children. And they desire to really have a big black cock wow. shoved up their ass. And that goes into something else. So white men love Love, love, love. And I will say 80% of my clientele, no, not 80, 90% um, of my clientele is white, okay? Mm -hmm. And they love 
black cock. They love black people, period. Mm. Black women, black men, they love us. And I get a, I get to see a whole nother side of the white man behind the business suit mm. because a lot of these white men I talk to are the high level execs because too. they have the money to spend on extracurricular activities like phone sex. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Wow. And so these are the men that actually fantasize about the black male physique yeah. behind closed doors. Wow. They love the black man. Wow. Wow. So not only do they love him, but they also want to do some gay oh, shit they, too. Oh, they sexualize it all day long. They call it big black cock. They want to shove in their ass. They want to shove in their mouth. They will get on their knees and worship a big black cock. And I tell you, if you find, I mean, if I could point out one of them high level execs that gets down. Yeah. That's why when I go to any sort of corporate event or any sort of situation where I have to be around these white wig, big wigs, yeah. I treat them just the same way I treat the janitor because I'm like, you know what? I talk to you on the phone, and I know you like big black cop. Yeah. I know how you get down. Don't fuck that, around with me. They have a thing, too, where they always in power, and they always, you know, getting so much respect that they just mm-hmm. want to be disrespected. Uh, oh, yeah. Know. That's yeah. true. Wow. That's true. They want that, relinqu- that, they want that relinquished to somebody else sometimes. That makes sense. They and, and then some of them even will pretend like they want you to blackmail them. I've talked to one I talked to one high level exec that was actually sitting in his penthouse office suite in New York. And the reason I know because we were Skyping, mm-hmm. I do a lot of, you know, sessions via Skype. And um I could see the background. Like his windows were big bay Fat windows. Fat ass skyline. Oh yeah. Oh man. And so I knew and um and when I do Skype calls, like the the rate is higher. It's like three or four dollars a minute. So if Damn. you can afford that, Whew. you know what I'm saying. I know you got money. Yeah. And those are the ones that tell me, you know, I have a wife, but I want you to make me go suck a big black cock. I want you to do that for me. And then they'll even go as far to you can blackmail me. So I will give you my wife's name. I'll give you her Facebook page. Damn. I will give you her email address. Um, and if I don't pay you like I tell you I'm going to pay you, um, then you can tell my wife and my whole family that I'm a fucking faggot. Wow. Wow. So what makes them not want to be open with their wives about it? Because, I mean... They'll probably look at them like that. They're going to... I mean, they're going to degrade them, disrespect them. Yeah, Some yeah, of them yeah. are. Yeah. That's where we get into cuckolding. I was just about to ask about that, too. I'm sorry, too. what? So, cuckolding is... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I mean, when I tell you there's so many parts of this shit, when I tell you, like, Man. it's a... Let me put my seatbelt on. Yeah, yeah, please do. Um, so, cuckolding is the fetish where you have a white... When I always say white couple, black couples are in it, too, but I'm speaking of the majority. Yeah. Okay? So, you have a white couple. The man, again, feels inadequate regarding his penis size. So, he feels like he cannot please his wife. Mm-hmm. So, he goes and actually seeks out a big black cock, a black man, to fuck his wife. <gasps> and he watches. And what? he watches. Not oh only does God. he watch, but he likes to be humiliated in the process. So, here Darren and I are. Man. I'm this white woman. Darren's fucking me. And here goes my husband. It's the violin uh, case. Okay, He's sitting over there in the corner. He has his tutu on. He has his high heels on. And maybe he's even blindfolded, so he can't even see his wife get fucked, but he just hears it. Yeah. And that's humiliating Y'all about to say, that's got to be humiliating as fuck, Okay, but that's what gets his dick hard. And what's even crazier is that the bull, which is, you would be considered the bull, so you're this black man with this big cock, you are considered the bull. The bull has control over him. 
So the bull will tell him, okay, yes, you are able to stroke your cock or no, you're not. In most of these cuckolding situations, you're not able to stroke your cock. Because most white men that are in cuckolding situations, they have feminized themselves so much, mm -hmm. they have learned to not touch themselves and come. Because they what? are, it's almost like internal, just like a woman. Wow. How we can... You know, I mean, we yeah, we got to touch ourselves a little bit. But if you grind That's or true. do something, you know, you can come. Yeah. That's the same way these humiliating cucks are. You wow. know, they, they can sit over in the corner and come. Or yeah. they may not even be allowed to come. All you can do is just whatever the bull and the wife say because they are in control of this situation. Damn, how much wow. these bulls getting paid? I'm about to change my name to DJ Bull. No, I'm just you know, some of them do it as a lifestyle where they do get paid for it. Others do it just, just for fun. Just for pleasure, yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. So just it just really on depends. Facebook, I just fucked nigga bitch. Yeah. Like. And I actually, for and I still want to do this, but I was mm -hmm. going to start an app called Cuck Love. I've seen that, I've seen that a while ago when you were talking about that. Yeah, yeah, so I was trying to raise money Um. Uh. with the... Um, it's like crowdfunding, but for startup businesses. So it would be like a, like a tender for cuckolding? Basically, basically, yeah. So because a lot of these clients that I have, they don't know where to go. They're mm. like, where can I go to find a bull? Or where can I go to find a cuck? Yeah. And, and they're Why have I never me. heard of this? Like, you're because you're 12. Well, like, because it's in the white world. Like, okay. black people don't do this shit. And, right. I, and it's, yeah. so it's not our culture. Right? Yeah, I don't know. It's not really our I culture. I mean, our culture is trained. <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a little bit. Um, they're fucking, you know, black people fucking bitches. Well, yeah, trains, yeah. yeah. But see, so you have to understand, yeah. the black male, he's very dominant in nature. Mm-hmm. Period. It is what it is. Regardless what his profession is, That's regardless right. who he's dating, he's, a black man is dominant. Yeah. Okay? A white man isn't. I don't give a fuck if he has, and, and uh, you know, I apologize if I am offending anyone, but this is just the majority. A white man can have all of the money, you know, power, but he still has a very weak, yeah. weak side of him mm -hmm. that he knows is not like how a black man is. Right. It's two totally different things, you know, and that's why black men don't get down like that. My husband is not going to sit in no corner man. and watch me get fucked by nobody else. No, like, no, it's not going to happen. I didn't even want to think about no shit like that. You no. Know, I, just... I mean, it's not going to happen, but white yeah. men do it effortlessly. Wow. Because they almost feel like he's her. I want to be you. I want. I, let me try on your wig, honey. That's how they are. You see, yeah. Caitlyn Jenner, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. That's how they are. Majority of them. Though. I've seen a number of like older white men, like I'm talking about a grocery store or in a regular store, just randomly like a wig on with a little makeup mm -hmm. and like some girl clothes. And you just, I'd be kind of like, okay, well, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like it's just kind of weird. You know what I mean? And to each his own. But it's just like I'm starting to see just more and more of that. Because they are coming to, I think, um, you know, the, the acceptance of it nowadays. Yeah, um, absolutely. The access to it nowadays has yeah. all changed. And they're able to be them because that's who they really are. And you have to even take it back to slavery. And I made a whole video about this on my YouTube channel that got deleted. But um, back in slavery, you know, they, they used to breed black men. Oh, yeah. To yeah. be strong and dominant. They used to breed the strong black men with the strong black women so they could have some strong black babies so they could sell them off for a good price. Okay? But then they started to see, you know, oh, these black men got some big old dicks. Right. <laughs> and they used to see the slave, the wives go and sneak 
to fuck the black men, to yep. fuck the black slaves, because they like, shit, that's a big-ass dick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they wanted that shit. So the white men, the slave owners, used to feel an inadequacy. Is they that why to, they started like castrating them, like cutting their nuts off? Damn right. They would cut their nuts mutilation. off in front of their whole family. Yeah. They would bring their wife out there, their kids out there. Let me cut you off. And not only that, they would fuck them in their ass. Mm. In front of their whole family, they would they would uh, what what is the word I'm looking for? Dehumanize or demasculate, demasculate yeah. them? Yeah. yeah, they would do that in front of their families. That's that's how white men gained or kept their power back then. Mm. But now they're starting to realize there's no keeping that power anymore. Yeah. Now the only the only thing I can succumb to is to be your bitch, yeah. to get down on your knees and suck your big black cock. And I've even had a man tell me that he grew up in a blue-collar community, a blue-collar household. He didn't ever even see no black people till he went to college. Mm-hmm. And he said now he feels like he owes homage to the black community. And the reason, the the way he's going to pay it back is by sucking cock. Damn. A, a white man has told me that. And not just no regular, degular, schmegular white man. Right, right, right. A very high, powerful white man. Damn. Like... Got money, you know, sits in a high position. I um I used to work, you know, like I said, these with these millionaires, mm-hmm. and um I would see this this one dude, man, just filthy rich. I would see early in the morning. I would start work at seven. I would either see a black, like a young black kid, not kid, but you know, like a little twenty year old. This guy's maybe like late fifties or middle fifties. See them leaving around that time, leaving around nine, or I'll see another one coming in about noon or one, or he'll come out with one. And it's just like, what's going on? Now you know. Hey, but one time though, he almost caught a fade. All right. I was in the lobby. He was, he was sauced up on some liquor or something. Walked up, he, you know, talking or whatever. I'm real cordial. I speak, whatever. He walked up, man. Dude grabbed me by the waist and I like stepped on, like, hey, what you doing? Oh, you're just so handsome, and I, I say, hey, man, you got to go upstairs with that, bro. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> nah, fam. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was just like, but I just see, like, he would be with these young guys. And it's like, you could definitely tell he wasn't the one that was giving it. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. And you know, you know what else is funny? So I work part-time for a sexually transmitted disease company. Shout out to Same Day STD Testing. If you ever need to go get tested for STDs. Go to samedayscdtesting.com. But anyway, um, so I so there's this. We have a client that um, calls in to get STD tests for his basically his uh, his employees. So they are little black boys. He calls it. I think the the name of the company is Black Boy Little Black Boy Productions or some shit. It's a porn company. Hmm. So he calls in every time he finds a new little black boy. Which, when I say little, I mean 18, 19, yeah. young, yeah. you know. He calls and gets them an STD test. Is in St. Louis? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. And that's not, the, that's not the only one. It's multiple white guys, older white guys. And they'll call with their credit card. I need to order an STD test for my friend, is what they'll say. Yeah. My friend. And, okay, what's your friend's name? And, you know, it be a boy name, you know. So, it's like, yeah, these white men, they getting it in. With these yeah. young black boys, older black boys, all kind of black boys. And then, if these black boys come from nothing and they don't have shit, they don't have a pot to piss in, and a motherfucker tell them, oh, I'll give you $1,000 if you suck my dick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's unfortunate, but these some some people feel like they are in a position, they, they have to do that because yeah. they don't have shit else to, you know. To do. To do. 
Yeah. Wow. They surviving basically. Yeah. I'm I got a homeboy who went to uh Atlanta to work or whatever and he was saying like it's crazy out there in the mall, you'll just see like an old black man I mean an old white man, like a young black dude, and they'll be mm-hmm. like he just like cashing out on them. Mm-hmm. And you just already know what that's about. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. They love the black cop. They love it. I can't crazy. tell you how much they love it. And they call black women on the phone sex line just to talk about black cock, honey. Damn. That's all they talk about. They don't want no white cock. <laughs> right. <laughs> they don't want it. They want to see their wives get fucked by. They want to get fucked by. They want to suck it. They want to worship it. They want to pay homage to it is what they tell me. Yeah. Now, I guess another topic. Oh, I, have a, I have a homegirl who's a, a porn star. I won't tell her name on air. but In St. Louis? Uh, yeah, she's in St. Louis. But she was telling me about some shit about uh, some shit where the like dudes like to get fucked in their ass with the dildos. Oh yeah, that too. It's just like it's just so many windows. That's of called this. pegging. So they basically want to be pegged, and when you say pegged, when it's a woman doing it to them. Yeah. So if you're using a dildo on him, that's pegging and he basically just wants to be treated like a bitch he wants to be degraded he wants to be told that he'll never be shit in life you know you 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 aren't <laughs> shit you will never be shit you all you deserve to do is bend over and take this cocking ass Damn. they want to hear that come out your mouth as you're fucking them but she says she'd be pegging like black dudes who like you would just never expect and, and i mean you know what they're I, I guess i mean it's easy everybody got their own thing they want to do exactly like, damn and I'm sure there are black men, you know, that are into some of the same things, mm-hmm. but I have just never ran across them. And I think that a lot of black men are probably, um, you know, in a phone sense where I don't get to see you yeah. either. So sometimes you might call and I don't know if you're black or not, but mm-hmm. um, like some of my scat mm-hmm. clients are black that I know of because I speak to them on Skype. Yeah. But, um, but I as just far had a flashback as- of the two girls, one cup. <laughs> And that's funny because we were in elementary school or, oh, like, man. Uh, or middle school when they came out. Yes. But, <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what it is about black men, but they, they keep their shit on a hush hush. Like they're not as open yeah. as white they men wanna, are. They don't want to look stupid, I guess. It's a thing, you know. I mean, you got to. But I, I feel like living your truth, regardless whatever that truth is for you, if it's you wanting to get pegged, if it's for you, you know, wanting to dress up. Whatever it is, that's what I tell my clients. I guess like, I will say this then. I can play devil's advocate on the fact that, okay, for example, you have, um, you know, women relationships where they've been with women. Like every, you know, like I'll say, any woman I'm going to meet, I got to probably deal with the fact that they've been with a woman before sexually, mm-hmm. which is fine. But to play devil's advocate, if I was to say I had been with a man or a transgender they would kind of be like, blah, 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 blah. You a gay-ass nigga. I'm not fucking with you. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when it comes to black guys maybe wanting to be into some extra crazy, freaky shit, they not going to say it because they don't want the woman that they like to be like, ah, oh, nah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah, and I think that plays a part because black women, just like I say black men are more dominant than white men, black women are much more dominant than mm-hmm. white women. Like, white women can take their husband saying, oh, honey, I actually like to dress as a woman, and I want to have a glass of wine with you sitting here with my heels on. And mm-hmm. she can be like, oh, okay, honey. You know, because that's how white women are. They're very submissive. Whereas, black women, we are not that way. Yeah. Right. You know, it's like, oh, no, I want me a, 
strong, yeah, dominant yeah, yeah, yeah. motherfucking man because I'm a strong, right. dominant motherfucking woman. What you mean yeah. you want me to and which, right. that they put my thing in your ass? They <laughs> also say that's why black men go to white women because they're so used to their mom being so tough and okay. No, they wanna, they not to say that. White women just be freaky as a motherfucker. You can do it out. But I'm gonna just be real. But see, I feel like in order to have a long, uh, the longevity of the marriage, and this is not in all cases because I understand yeah. a lot of people are Christians, a lot of people don't believe in this kind of shit. Mm-hmm. But for some people, I think it is important for you to understand what your spouse wants. Yeah, most you know, regardless if you're black or white or whatever, if your spouse desires to see what you know transgender life may be like, or what it might be like to fuck a man, or what it might be like to have a finger up his asshole. You know what I'm saying? You should give in to that because that is what your spouse wants. Now, it's also what? important <laughs> for your spouse to be honest initially. Yeah. Because right. if, you know, that's not something you're going to be into, then he needs to go find somebody that is. Right. Because there's somebody out here for everybody. Right. And you can go find what's your, what it was for you, but you need to be honest with yourself. And people need to, people need to own their shit. Yeah. Is yeah. what, <laughs> is what I get what I get frustrated with because people don't want to be them. Yeah. They don't want to own who the fuck they are. If you don't, if you don't own your shit, you don't be honest with your shit, then you can't be mad when a motherfucker like, oh, I know that was what you want, you know. Yeah, 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 you yeah. have to be honest. Now, how about when you open that box, say if you let your significant other go off and be with whatever and then they like it too much and they don't want to be with you. That is what it is. Yeah. In my opinion, that is what it is. Yeah. Because I feel like now, I'm not living for you. I'm not living for my spouse. Right, right, right. We're, we decided to do life together, but at the end of the day, my happiness comes first. Yeah. And I would expect your happiness to come first as well. So if you figure out a little bit down the line that, oh, my happiness is with a man, not a woman, boo, go do you. Because look, we only live once. Yeah. I'm not going right. to deny you or be like, why? Because you decided that your growth changed you in a way that wasn't conducive to our relationship. I'm not yeah. going to deny you of that. Right. And I feel like that's where motherfuckers go wrong because they feel feel like, oh, you complete me, I complete you. No, that's not how it go. You complete your motherfucking self. Mm-hmm. You control your own happiness. Exactly. Yeah. So you got to do what's right for you regardless of what that is. And your spouse got to understand that your happiness comes before that, their happiness comes. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I'm going to do what makes me happy. Right. And if it if it helps our relationship, then great. If it doesn't, hey, bye. Yeah. Now, backing up to what we were just talking about, the man sexuality thing, I remember I was having a conversation with a co-worker. It might have been like three or four years ago. And she was saying she was messing with this dude, liked him, whatever the case. They got down. They was doing this and that. And the dude was like, hey, I want you to do something. You know, uh, whatever, whatever. Turns out he wanted her to basically stick, his, stick her fingers in his ass. Mm-hmm. And she was like, uh, okay... Uh, but before she did it, she was just talking, telling us it was me and another guy. Like, ah, you know, this nigga want me to put my finger in his ass, gay ass nigga, da 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 da. And I was like, but you did it, right? She like, yeah, I did it, but da da da. <laughs> but then she, then she like, well, I ain't talking to that nigga no more, blah blah blah, because he gay. And I'm just kind of like, I mean, I if think the nigga like it, yeah, if he like it, that's what he likes. Why would you think he's gay because he wants that from you? Like, and you're it's a not woman. right. You're a woman. You know what I mean? That's like I see posts on the line before. Where, like, a girl was like, um, my ex-boyfriend wanted me to put a dildo in his ass. I used to put my fingers in there, but that wasn't enough for him. Do you think he's gay? And, of course, everybody's on the thing. Like, yeah, that nigga gay as fuck. You gay as fuck. You gay as fuck. <laughs> da, da, da. You know, it's a couple people that are like, nah, he ain't gay. You know, just it's just like, man, people be real close-minded to certain Oh, they close-minded as fuck. And I feel like any man that sits up and says it's gay for a woman... To put her fingers in their ass. A woman, not a man. 
he's probably gay for real. That's the way it always is, though, they say. Like, the person that's always shaming the gay people mm-hmm. be the motherfucker that's really the gayest. Because if I stick my thing up in, my, in your ass and I'm a woman, that's, that's just not, like me jacking your dick off. Yeah, it's the same damn I difference. Yeah, I don't think that's gay. If, if you my man, your whole body belongs to motherfucking me. Right. So if, I, if <laughs> I'm deciding to touch wherever the fuck I want to touch, that's what I decided to touch that day. Right. That's real. And and it's like, what the fuck are you going to do about it? Right. That's real. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> so, Desi, is this too much for you? You know, Desi, Desi just got out of high school. And she, you know, she's a little blown away by what's going on. Whatever, I'm just taking it all in. <laughs> all right, so before we get out of here, um, orgies, threesomes, all that crazy wild shit. So, how did you go about this life? Well, I mean, threesomes are something that definitely have to be agreed upon. And you have to be honest with your partner. I feel like honesty is the best policy. So um, when you meet, okay, so let's take it back to meeting a partner, right? So when you meet your partner, you have to say, okay, are you in the girls? So then you can already know, okay, if she and the girls or not. If this is something that you want long-term, if you know you're going to want to be with women long-term, then make sure that your wife, whoever you decide to do life with, is going to be on the same page, mm-hmm. right? So maybe bring it up at the beginning. Um, and if not, I mean, bring it up later on, but then make sure your wife is on board because you don't want any sort of, you know, uh, animosity or insecurities within the relationship. And then you have to make sure you find somebody that neither of you know. Yeah. Okay. You don't want you don't want some ex bitch. You don't right. want no ex bitch or no friend of the somebody girls. Somebody work with. Right. Because <laughs> you don't want to see nobody after right. this. Right. Okay. You don't want to have to deal with nobody. Actually, we flying her in from another city. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Like that's the way to do it. Oh, right? Desi, what do you know about this? You're twelve. You're twelve. You're twelve. You're 12 okay. <laughs> Yeah, so you want to make sure there's somebody that you don't know. And then you want to make sure she come over. You know, she do what she got to do. And then she leave. It ain't no spending a night. Okay? Yeah. It ain't no breakfast in the morning. Right. I will tell you this. I've you never, I never had a threesome because <laughs> most of the time, all the girls that really, when they get on that subject, they say, well, I like you too much. I don't want you to whatever, whatever. They want to share you. And it's like, well, what the fuck? So you shared yourself with <laughs> Willie up the street. Or you allowed you, me, you or you allowed uh, Shamika and Terry to pull you in a relationship for a threesome, you know. So it's just like I, I, don't, I don't know about it. It is unfortunate because I talk to a lot of women that say I can never do that with a man I love, but yeah. I could do that's that with feel. with Bill, Bob, and Joe. Yeah. You know, that's just yeah. fucking me. I could do that with him, but I could never do that with the man I love, and that's just crazy to me because my thing is, you all, somebody that you love, you all are supposed to have a connection that's deeper than no other. You all are supposed to be best friends. Right. You all are supposed to be partners in life. I think what women say is that fear of like, I don't want, if I love him, I don't want him to get attached to her. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to like see. like hitting him up behind your back and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, but see, my see. thing is this. There shouldn't be a fear in that because if he decides yeah. to hit her up behind your back, that means he wasn't for you. That's true. That's my yeah. opinion on it. That's true. If you decide to go pursue her behind my back and be with her behind my back, mm-hmm. then that means you're not the man for me because me and my man, we have honesty. We have, we communicate. Yeah. And if you want to fuck her again, you going to tell me, babe, why don't you call her over again? Yeah. Okay? But, but but to go do her behind my back, 
That means you're not fucking with me like that. So no. what happens if he wants to constantly call her? Like, and he tells you, let's call her back. Let's call her back. Let's call her back. It's like, I personally never dealt with anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that when you have confidence in you, mm-hmm. it's a different type of energy you exude where your man already gonna know that's not that's not how you gonna fuck around. You know what I'm saying? That's real. Gotcha. Where where it's like we have this this just uh, I guess un, even unsaid just written unwritten rule, rule mm-hmm. that we're not gonna do those things and. Like I said, when you have a confidence about yourself, a man, if you letting your man fuck another woman, mm-hmm. he's going to do it on your terms. Mm. Especially if you're letting him do it multiple times or, or whatever. Like, I don't care if you got to have, you got to be ovulating or it got to be five o'clock at night mm-hmm. or it got to be nine or it got to be this bitch. You got to have titties. In. He don't give a fuck what the terms are. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He going to just be happy that he can fuck a whole nother hoe. Damn, that's real. You know, so for you to go behind my back and fuck her, that means you're not fucking with me like that. Yeah. That means you don't deserve me. Because my man gonna be honest with me. Yeah. You know, and it should be that easy. Nobody should be able to have a hold on you to a point where you like, oh my God, you went behind my back and you fucked this bitch. Now, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's real. Now, the whole orgy situation where it's like a sex party. Everybody just rotating. Those. <laughs> and even in different states, they have sex clubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, my only issue with that, I think it's great, you know. And if STDs didn't exist, I oh, would want to. Yeah. I would want to party all night long with these folks. Okay. <laughs> but STDs are a thing, yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. they're a big thing more more than what we talk about. People don't talk about sexual health, and yeah. I'll get into that. That's a little real. Bit. Yeah, that's like, real. Like people don't talk about sexual health. They don't talk about. Wearing condoms, they don't, and you know, when you're in orgies, nobody wants to wear a condom. Yeah. Nobody, you know, when women suck another woman's pussy, there's no way to protect yourself from, you know, STDs yeah. when you suck another woman's pussy. There, you know, and then even if a woman sucks a man dick without a condom on, there's no way to protect herself. So when you get into orgies, I feel like it's very important for you to either have your pa- have your paperwork in hand so you can swap paperwork or do whatever you need to do because herpes, at least. I want to say, I would say at least 65% of the population has herpes. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard this way over. Oh, it's it's yeah. crazy. I know people who actually have it too. Like, oh, I know many too. Yeah. yeah, herpes herpes is huge. Um, HIV is a lot harder to get now than it than, than it used to be. I mean, you used to Is it true that it's only anal? No. Yeah. No, it's not true that it's only anal. You can get it vaginally as well, but it takes some work to get HIV. HIV is not easy to get. Really? I mean, you have to... It Really, you need almost blood-to-blood contact, and why so many gay men get HIV is because you do insert through the anal, through the asshole, and a lot of times it tears, so mm-hmm. it's a little blood there. Yeah. And so when the blood, you know comes in contact with the with the penis, then they'll get HIV. Now, just because she said it's hard to get, don't mean oh, yeah, raw yeah, dog yeah. and everything and no, everybody. please. Okay, <laughs> because you can get it vaginally as well. All right, so keep that in mind. And um, chlamydia and gonorrhea, honey, those are just as contagious as the fucking flu. Really? Everybody walking around with chlamydia and gonorrhea, okay? Really? Oh, hell yes. Don't chlamydia, don't, well, not chlamydia, but don't gonorrhea burn when you pee, right? And it's green so shit that comes out of you? So does chlamydia, yeah. Oh, really? Well, chlamydia doesn't have green shit. So that's kind of how you can tell the difference between the two. But chlamydia, gonorrhea, and trichomoniasis, they all have very similar symptoms, hmm. which include burning while urinating, lower abdominal pain, discharge from the penis, 
or the vagina. Gonorrhea, yes, you have more greenish, yellowish color discharge. Chlamydia, for a woman, I know it's going to be more like cottage cheese. Mm. Um, trichomoniasis is also like cottage cheese. And trichomoniasis, not only can you get that sexually, but you can get that also via bed sheets or linen. Really? So, like, wow. for men that are frequent frequenting the brothels and the massage parlors, yeah, it's trichomoniasis. And and what it is is a parasite of the... It's a, it's a parasitic infection of the urine. So mm. it's a just a parasite that's lying on these these bed sheets and shit that's crawling up in, in the generals. Wow. And then you're giving it to your wife just because you wanted to go get a, a, a happy ending massage at a massage parlor. Damn, that's terrible. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so back to the orgy situation. Know who the fuck you fucking. Yeah. Because when you and a whole group of people, you know, yeah, herpes, everybody got herpes. Yeah. Just think everybody got it. No, <laughs> I, I already do. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Oh, That's how I move through life. Just think everybody <laughs> had it. And I ask people, I'm like, okay, do you have herpes or do have you had your STD test lately? Because it's very important because, I mean, you don't want to move through your life having blisters on your dick. Yeah. You know, not knocking anybody that does. Trust Man, me. I couldn't imagine that shit. Well, it's, it's very possible to live a very happy, safe, Sex life having herpes is very possible to live a happy, safe sex life having HIV even. Nowadays, we're to a point where if you take your medicine with HIV, mm-hmm. you it can lie so dormant, asymptomatic in the body. Like Magic Johnson. But, right. Yeah. Where you will uh, not pass it on to a partner. So, I mean, we are, we are in, techno- in today's times, medicine is so advanced where basically no STD is, is life-threatening where, oh my God, I have you know, yeah. but if you don't get tested, you don't know. Then and they can take you out. The yeah, it can take you out. Yeah. And syphilis, especially syphilis, is oh. one of those ones that um, at first it can be cured with just a pure a pure penicillin shot. But if you allow it to sit in your body for a long time, yes, it can kill you. Damn. So when you having these orgies and shit, just make sure you have your paperwork and make sure they have theirs because STDs ain't no joke. Yeah. I remember my, my co-worker, he told me one time he went to an orgy party, and he was like, uh, him and his boy, they went to the gas station, got condoms, they got some, uh, I don't know, horny goat seed or some shit like that pill, oh and they God. took it, but he's like, when he got there, he was like, he was interacting with one of the chicks, and then, I think she was giving him head or something, and then the girl got behind, I mean, a, a dude got behind and started hitting the chick while was, she was giving him head, and then he, the dude that was hitting her just went off, started hitting somebody else, and then... And he was just like, it kind of fucked his mind up. Like, seeing all that extra shit going on, you know, it just fucked him up. Yeah, I could imagine. Because that's a lot. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, that's a lot for a person. You know, that's why you have to be very mentally available and mentally there in order to do stuff like that. Because yeah. it's, I mean, it could be mentally fucking, it could, it could fuck you mentally if you let it. Yeah, wow. Well, <laughs> I guess, um... That's enough for Sex 101. Yeah. You want to let the people know where they can reach you? Yeah. Are you taking clients? Yeah, absolutely. So I take clients. Um, You can reach me uh, via my website. You can um, reach me at www.phalas, that's P-H-A-L-L-U-S dash O-P-H-Y dot com. That is my website. It gives you my Hours of operation, my costs per hour, all of that good stuff. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Philosophy Sexuality. That's P A P H A L L U S 
O-P-H-Y-S-E-X-U-A-L-I-T-Y. That's Philosophy Sexuality um, on Instagram. You can follow me at My Sex Life is Different on Tumblr. Okay? That's My Sex Life is Different, just like it sounds. And then um, you can also... Um, Follow me on Facebook at Philosophy. It's just P H A L L U S dash O P H Y, um, and that's on Facebook. So that's yeah. all of my what, social What is philosophy? What is that? So Philas P H A L L U S. That is the shaft of a male's penis. Oh. Okay. And then O P is a play on words like philosophy, but mm-hmm. philosophy. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I like how you put that. Learn something new every day, B. <laughs> cool. Thank you guys for having me. I for had sure. a great time. Hope to have you again. And the wine was amazing. Okay, glad you're good. I feel yeah. like I've learned some new stuff. Yeah, don't go home. Yeah, and, go uh, home and research uh-uh. some stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you can show make some money doing doing phone sex. I can tell you. I gotta that. take some voice lessons. <laughs> they need a they need a uh, young black man to do you phone can, sex. You can be old white lady. Trying to be a boy. Oh, as long as you want to play gay. Oh, gay. no, I don't think I can do that, bro. <laughs> no. Nobody would know but you and the internet. Uh-uh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, Desi, you have any last words? No. Thank you for coming, though. Thank Good. you for having me. I appreciate you guys. <laughs> All right, that's going to wrap up this episode. Fly Perspective Podcast. Any questions, send them to tfpfeedback at gmail.com. That's tfpfeedback at gmail.com. I'm at djsoflyy on Instagram. And uh, you can I'm follow. I'm at Desi Diamonds, D-E-S-I-D-I-A-M-O-N-D-Z. And make sure you wrap it up. Yes. Man, Same raw dog that shit. Same sex is the best sex. Because you don't <laughs> want that latex that I think I'm latex. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peace.